0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Den of Owls podcast, episode one, with one of your co-hosts, TJ, and my other co-hosts. Yo, yo, it's your boy, and <laughs> So, since our equipment's on a delay with customs, we're just doing it by audio, but most likely episode two is gonna be audio and recorded. So you get to see our voices, get to see our reactions and you get to see our emotions. Yep. So before we start recording we're talking about building a foundation with everything in life, whether it be relationships, work, or even yourself become a better person. Um I believe that you should be building a nice foundation, a home to build your personal self um if you don't have a proper foundation your whole house is going to crumble so for me personally my foundation is always going to be my mind first my mind has to be a one if my mind's not a one in anything that i do this house may break um that being said that goes for relationships that goes for work personal growth as well
1: yeah and it makes sense because you have to with any with any any situation like your own personal life you need to have a steady foundation for yourself because even if you're gonna have a relationship with somebody if you if you aren't right if you're not in that you know proper proper state then the relationship itself won't work and that's the problem that I find with a lot of people is that they're too busy (coughs) focusing on you know, the fixtures, you know, oh, I want to have the, the, the couch or I want to get the king size bed to, to to make the house look pretty, but they don't take the time to say, hey, you know, I haven't put up the drywall yet mm-hmm. or I haven't laid the tiles yet or even fucking laid the cement to make the foundation stable. So it's like, how, how are you going to be, how are you going to build something proper
0: if you haven't even, you know, started off of building the foundation of it? It's because people that I see most of the time, especially my generation and the generations to come, it's all about material stuff. Like, they just want to turn up and floss or stunt, mm-hmm. as, they, as they call it, stunt. But they don't want to build something that's long-lasting. Yeah. Like, I'd rather save my money every week or every night to get something. Instead of spending my money on bottles. Or buying Gucci. Buying Louis, mm. And this and a third. Where well, it's not going to last me. It's going to come out of style the next two weeks. People don't. Properly. Put their time and. Thoughts. Into the right. In, in, into the right stuff nowadays. Yeah. So that's why you see people broken. Like. Um, they don't know how to express themselves properly or they think material material is going to make them be more of a man or more of a desirable female yeah <sighs> which is so backwards mm? to the point it's like what's the point of I get having nice things is, is, is fun enough. Yeah. You want, you want, if you're going to work for something, yeah. you want to be able to do, you know, nice things for yourself. Yeah. hundred percent. But don't make nice things be the, be the center of your life. No. Because shit comes and goes,
1: mm.
0: money comes and goes. Style comes and goes. Thank you. And if you're going to just focus on that, like AKA the now, then the future. You're gonna be so stuck in your mid-30s to early 40s, and you'll be like, what did I do with my life? Mm. All, All I did was just turn up.
1: Yeah. And you know, the, the, it's not even just a whole fact of the turn up aspect. It's that so many people are so busy focused on the material things in their life that they're not like focusing on the other things that make themselves better. Like, for instance, I, I like I, any anything I talk about I like to you know talk about real shit mm-hmm. real life shit right so I dated a girl who you know she had a nice she had a, you know not a nice car but a, you know a decent car mm-hmm. you know she she wore really nice sexy clothes every time we went out whatever right but then one time she was like oh I want to come, have you come over to my house I'm like all right cool They're like yo we are going to do do a thing. so I went over to her house and you know those houses where you walk through the front door and the kitchen's right there yeah so i walked in and i just turned and looked in the kitchen yo dishes piled up dirty things all over the place and i'm like yo this is how you move it's like this the girls how on how instagram live?
0: they take pictures they take, they take selfies in the room and their bed is just a bed with no yeah. frame or their beds on top of jordan boxes yeah Or they're taken in a washroom, and the toilet seat's up, and you see their shit.
1: Yeah, it's like yo, you're you're living a life that you're living a life externally, that makes you look like you're you're top of top, but in reality, you're you're shit. (laughs) Yeah, you're shit. Yeah. and it's like oh when I came by her house she was like oh you want me to cook you something and, my, and I'm like <laughs> nah I don't, I don't even want to fucking eat from you, you like she it got mad at me because every time I came by her house I'm like yo I'm gonna go to Dominion and go get a pizza or I'm gonna order something mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't wanna fucking eat from you cause <laughs> yo if you keep your place like this like how am I gonna fucking eat from you that's yeah. that's fucking nuts guy nah I can't do that shit mm. that's like, the thing
0: like people I think it's like A smoke and mirrors Yeah Type of reaction yeah. Like they want to show you like On IG or Facebook Like yo My life is lit mm. I do this I do that I, I buy this life. I live yeah. this life But then once the cameras are off AKA your cell phone And you sit back in your room With just a bed And a microwave And a TV It's it's real. Yeah. Like, it kicks in, like, oh shit, like, you know, this is me now. Yeah. Once the phone's away, this is the real you. And the mentality of that is sad, man. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I gotta say this on the whole, especially on the Instagram stuff with all the Instagram girls.
1: Like, I, you see, with these Instagram girls, and they get mad with guys sliding their DMs. Saying that, oh, yo, like, some foul shit, like, yo, I want you to sit on my face, so I want to do this to you, and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, they get mad because you're saying that shit. Like, oh, I don't like these guys sliding my DM saying this shit. I'm like, yo, the only reason why you're popular on Instagram is because you look like you want to fuck. I'm sorry, you can't Mm -hmm. come, you can't get mad when you wear bikinis or you wear booty shorts Yes. Or you wear shit that's like like showing off your accessories. Yes. Not showing anything. Like the worst is when they're like they should they show nudes. Like they're partially nude. It's like, oh, uh, it's a great day out in the forest. <laughs> like shut the fuck up. <laughs> this picture was not about the forest. This it's is really... a show off your shit. And then you get mad because guys want to fuck
0: you. It's like that's what the image you're putting out there. I agree. I agree to a certain point because. Yeah yes it's good and all you want to show your body and you know that's why
1: you're that's
0: popular yeah yeah that that's good like you know you want to show your body Show people like yeah this is what I have I am proud of my body yeah I get that aspect but some people use it just to get clout yeah and get famous but with that being said it's not like you're doing like some educational stuff mm-hmm. or promoting something good with clothes on yeah You're promoting stuff with clothes off. Yeah. And you're getting mad that guys are like, yo, you have a nice body, or hey, it's going on a date, or hey, you have a man, or sending you unwanted dick pics. Yeah. You get mad. I see why you're getting mad, because you're looking like that, like you're opening up the conversation that you're sexual, but maybe you're not. But your pictures are telling us Something else, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you can't get mad for guys doing that. I know there's certain guys online that show their body or whatever and their physique, and I bet you there's not a lot of girls sliding in their DMs. No,
1: I don't. I don't think it runs the same way because guys are guys are visual, and guys are predators. Yeah, and get and men like you know what the same way that you know the same thoughts that we have like saying all this dirty shit. Like females have the same thoughts. Hundred percent. Females have the same thoughts. The only difference is guys will be quick to say that shit. Girls will say that shit when they know that it's okay to say that shit. When they're involved in the conversation with you, they'll be more willing to say that kind of foul shit. Guys just wanna say it to see how how are you gonna just jump Mm -hmm. are you gonna jump with it? Right? So yeah, we'll like Oh well, well, most of these like dudes that show off their abs and shit like get those kind of things.
0: Yeah, some of them do. Mm. Not, nah, but not as much as, as the girls. No, no, no. 100%, uh, as as the girls. yeah hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like even like with the Snapchat premiums, it's all females. Oh yeah. I do I'm not saying I'm looking, but all I'm saying is no guys <laughs> out there that have a Snapchat premium, and the ones that do they probably been looking like, yo, you're weird or why do you have a Snapchat premium for Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why?
1: Cause, you know what? The funny thing is, is that guys, guys are per- Like the reason why girls are on the Snapchat premium and they can get a lot of, a lot of, a lot of traffic is because they got two areas that men want to see. Yeah. And Men want to be like, Ooh, look at, them or, yeah. Ooh, look at that cuné. But girls don't really want to <laughs> look at a <the> dick. <laughs> like, that's true (laughs) girls don't like most girls that I've talked to they're like yo penises are ugly there's nothing appealing about about visually a penis Mm it's it does what it's supposed to do to them but I don't really find it appealing at all and and that's the reason why you know like even like the you see what like the male strippers when they have like the chocolate the chocolate factory or whatever right I don't even know what the fuck it's called, but you know, girls go to that kind of shit. Yeah. They're not looking for the, they're not going there to look at the man's penis. They're going to there to look at the hard bodies and see what the fuck they can do. Can they dance? Can they do this? Mm. They got to do a whole show before they whip out the dick. And they don't really care about that. They yeah. just want to see the show. Guys go to strip clubs to see, yo, I don't care what the <laughs> fuck you do. Take your clothes off. Do you yeah. look good? Uh, yeah, do you true. look decent dick na- naked?
0: Yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. Because
1: after the time when you go for a lap dance, do, do the girls really do anything? No, oh, they suck.
0: Yeah. They fucking
1: suck while they're up
0: there. What is this like? Ah, because I'm in my face. Oh, yeah. I would, I would say not to disrespect the Canadian strippers <laughs> out there, but... The American strippers are... The star. American strippers are laid Canadian <laughs> yeah. yeah. strippers. Yeah, It's yeah. more of a show to them. It's, yeah. It's more of a hobby Down here, it's like... It's a do-or-die thing. But they don't take the passion... They don't take it seriously. Like, there's there's no passion in it. American girls... There's a lot of fucking passion... Mm -hmm. On what they do. Like, they don't even like to call strippers. like to be called... entertainers. Or or exotic dancers. Yeah. Because the whole fact is, like... When you watch their shows,
1: they don't really go... They don't really fucking get full naked. It's just, like, tops off. But they put on a fucking show... Yeah. To get that money. Down here... They're like, oh, why, why is it that, you know, the, the guys aren't really, like, I even watch different friends, and they're like, yo, the guys aren't really, like, giving money or doing this and whatever. It's like, because, it's like, the girls down here are a dime a dozen, yeah. and they don't really do anything to entertain you. It's not like when I was younger, when I was, like, 19, it's like, fucking, you had, not just the regular strippers, but you had, like, the times where they would get, like, a porn star to come mm-hmm. in and, and do a show. You know that porn going to make money. Yeah. Because they're already getting paid by the club to have them there. So the girls want to be there when they're there. Because it's like, yo, guys are coming because there's celebrities coming. More eyes. Yeah, more eyes on the place. But in the States, it's like, yo, the club itself attracts the guys. 100%. Right? And so it's like, yo, you know sex sells, but it's all, about, it's all a matter of how you do it. So going back to IG, it's like, yeah, the whole thing with IG is like, yeah, sex sells. Right? So... Most of those guys that are like taking off their shirts or whatever, they're either doing like to attract females, fitness stuff to get sponsorships mm-hmm. for that, or to attract other gay men <laughs> onto their stuff because, you know, they, they know that gay men like the hard bodies and whatever, so they don't care because they're not doing anything, mm-hmm. but they're getting eyes and traffic onto their page. That's and they're not true. doing it for like to say... Oh, I have a political message just. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: way that people use their body to make a message. Well, I don't know, bro.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I I, you know, I don't. I don't know how people can can really like try to say like, "Oh, I I strip or I get naked or I do all this kind of stuff or I'm just taking these pictures to put up there and then all of a sudden try to say, like, oh, I got something I gotta say. It's like, we we don't want to fucking hear what you got to say. Like, you haven't really done anything for you to have, any, uh, have a voice to say anything.
0: Trust me. So, what the fuck are you trying to say? But, like, the other side of that, of, of that pole is that I talk to these IG girls, mm-hmm. or even strippers. Yeah. And then they'll be like, yeah, like, they love us now, but they'll never... Want to be with us yeah. because of because of our job, yeah. which is stupid. Because if you want to go spend money on a Snapchat premium, throw money at the strip club, or slide into DMs on IG and discenter or buy their products, mm-hmm. why can't you show love or try a thing with them? Mm-hmm. Are you ashamed because their profession? If that's the case, why aren't you shamed when you threw your money? True. You know what I'm saying? Very true. So it's like, for example, it's like why have one thing but not the other? Mm-hmm. People are just too Undecisive
1: Okay, let me ask you a question. When you talk, when you say that, would you, if you, would you date a stripper? Hell yeah, I would date a stripper. All right, cool.
0: Ask me the same question? Fuck you. <laughs> <I ain't laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I would. That's so live. Like <laughs> you there's someone that's kinda acrobatic, you know? Yeah. You already know they're kinda sexually active. Yeah. it's so like you ain't gotta worry about that. They work nights, so you can either sleep in yourself or mm-hmm. have them see or see them in the morning. Yeah. They make their own schedule. Mm-hmm. And they're entertaining yeah. Why go to strip club When they have a strip club at, at your house Yeah Why throw money at them When you can throw money Or food at them in, <laughs> oh. At your house You know what I'm saying Like yeah. You have the best of both worlds Like That's why a lot of people When they tell me Yo I can't date a stripper Or whatever Like Or I, I can't get a porn star Yo why not you, you watch their videos You subscribe to their To their YouTube Or you subscribe to their Accounts mm-hmm. Why can't why can't you scatter them physically? Well, you know, I can.
1: I can kind of like okay. I have, maybe I'm being an asshole about it. I do have a certain limitation to like saying, "Oh, I'm a I'm a date porn star." Cause it, it, are we talking about a porn star who's in the business right now, or someone who was a porn star?
0: Both, both. I'm talking about both. Like, uh, no discrimination.
1: Because, like, I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to be dating. I don't know if, if I want to be dating up with somebody or to shacking up with somebody who I know is like, okay, your job is to fuck other people. Like, that's. I see your side. I it, see. It's which, kinda, I see what you're saying. It's kind of weird. Like, if you're dating, if you're dating somebody who's a stripper. Who you know that? Okay, let's let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. Most strippers nowadays they realize because this because things in the society have changed and the, and the money aspect has changed, especially in Canada, mm-hmm. that a lot of strippers are fu- are like are, are fucking now. Yeah. Like either in the club or outside of the club they're fucking. Let's let's be real. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? So you gotta know what the fuck you're getting yourself into. So if you if you're talking yeah. to somebody who's a stripper. And you want to talk to them And you know Like They were in the club And they fucked you And yeah. now you want to go And talk to them You can't be like That person to go And say like Okay well Yeah I know you're going To be doing the job But now you're dating me So you can't be Fucking nobody That's how she made her money From you in the first place
0: Yeah if she that's Your really interaction with her Yeah Then I can see Why people get get upset But if your interaction with a stripper Is just A conversation mm-hmm. Or a lamp dance nothing physical mm-hmm and you guys talk outside of work and it's something nice and meaningful mm. why not take that risk
1: yeah it's no reason not to
0: take a risk be honest like yo be open with her like yo if you're doing X, Y, and Z I'm not with that yeah. and it's like yo know, it's, it's really in any,
1: any profession yeah. you gotta you're taking a risk with anybody you date cause even like for, like dealing in our industry mm-hmm. not necessarily what our industry is because it's nobody's business but dealing in our industry you know, it's it's hard because, like, there's long days, long nights. Nice, yeah. yeah, there's longer hours. You can go 14 hours a day. And, you know, someone dating someone like us in our industry is fucking
0: hard. It's like dating a doctor.
1: Yeah, because you don't know when you're going to see that person. You don't know when you're going to have free time. Your schedule is going to be fucked up all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why it's like some people find it hard. Mm -hmm. They find it really, like, annoying to date somebody in our profession. So, it's like, if you're not willing to take a chance with somebody who's working in a fucked up profession, that
0: their, like, stuff doesn't really work on their end,
1: then you're an asshole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's being said, like, with the porn star stuff. (laughs) I don't mind that because, end of the day, you don't know what your partner was doing before you. Yeah. From let's say high school because hopefully everybody, everybody was sexually active in high school yeah. not elementary school mm-hmm. from high school until you guys met you don't know what she was doing or yeah. he was doing mm-hmm. you could be doing the same thing that porn stars are doing mm-hmm. <coughs> just that it wasn't recorded maybe it was recorded maybe or it not, <laughs> but not on a huge platform yeah. on the web mm-hmm. or they weren't getting paid for it maybe they were mm-hmm. so you always gotta have that little gray line like that girl that that girl guy that you meet at the coffee shop Or at the bookstore Even the bus They could have been Or are A porn star hmm But you don't really know it Because they're in their civilian clothes Or yeah. they're talking to you Calm and polite Or they could be a stripper You don't know And you don't know So That's why I say I'm done for whatever Because I know My Deal breakers Like if you're going to do porn and all that stuff while we're, while we're still together. There has to be a certain type of porn. Mm. I'm not trying to be like the Jackson fire father and mm. dictate what you do. But mm. that's to be ground rules. Not to me make me feel stupid or whatever. No, this is to protect my health. Because mm. I'm not trying to be with somebody that's not protecting themselves and then coming home with me. And it's the same stuff. Unprotected. People get sick that way. People get caught up in diseases and not as. I don't want to protect me for, for the long run. So if that person was
1: like doing one of those things where they're doing porn beforehand, like with no condoms, they were doing porn. Beforehand, oh, we get tested. You know, and you know, like most like people know that most like all porn sites have to get tested. Yeah. Like, before they do any kind of porn, regardless if they're gonna work on them or not, they mm-hmm. still gotta get tested. Right, So you know the person a supports star. You get tested, everything's fine And you know that they've been doing like stuff Where they've been doing no condoms Now, if you're dating that person Now, would you try to make a stipulation About, yo, if you're gonna keep doing this In this business You gotta start making that your partners Wear condoms Because I, I, I don't trust none of the guys In the industry Now, would you make a, that kind of stipulation? I can see that because knowing that it's like a lot of porns that no condom get yeah. more money than the ones with, yeah. Because most, that. like especially for guys, most guys want to see raw. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to see the condom shit. And I say for myself, like a lot of times, if I'm watching a porn, it's like, yo, this is some hot and heavy shit. It's getting good, and I see, as soon as I see the guy put on a, <laughs> a condom, I'm like. Yo, I'm
0: turning off this guy. I'm off this. Man, I said no boots. Yo,
1: guys, yo. I, I don't want to see a... Yo, if I'm watching like a black dude fuck a girl, okay. and all of a sudden he's putting on a pink condom, like I'm done, guy. Right? Because, yo, you're going to see it while you're doing it. You're going to see it. I don't want to see that. Best sex is safe sex, man. I understand that. That's 100% true. But, yeah, I don't want to see that when I'm watching my porn. like right?
0: I get you I'm you. I I get wanna, you. I don't wanna see that when I'm watching my porn I get you I get you but well, yeah I'll probably tell her like it's either me and you gonna wear condoms or you and them wear condoms mm. like I don't mind wearing condoms with a partner like I don't mind it mm. if your prof- if your profession is adult like I'll most likely wear, wear condoms just to be a safe side for me mm. this has none of the Against your job or whatever, or your feelings towards me, just in case, let's just say we break up or whatever the case may be, and I get the bumps or the burns. Yeah, I just put my life on the line just for you. Yeah, yeah, for you. Uh-huh. So I, I, I like I use a condom, but if she just wants to like stop or change from uh, girl to girl or just solo webcam, I'm totally fine not wearing a condom. Okay. I'm saying I, Yeah, I deal. I deal with that. I deal with that. I hear you. So, like, I saw it is that people? It's all about options. Mm. options. There's, there's options everywhere. You could be with somebody for a year. They do one thing that pisses you off. You're gonna swipe left, <laughs> and try to swipe right with somebody else. This. I always say this like i always blame two things for the uh, the, the, the decline of communication with between humans mm-hmm. like face-to-face communication mm-hmm. is the internet mm-hmm. and smartphones yep 100%. those two killed interactions with other humans yeah face-to-face because i could easily just go to my phone Let's say I'm lonely tonight or whatever. I want a date or arm candy. Scroll my phone, go on an app. Two minutes later, I have a date at my door, ready to go, night, night, um, bar hopping or whatever the case may be. Mm. nobody is coming up to people nowadays. Like, hey, by any chance, like you know, are you single or whatever? It's all through the phone. Mm. And then when people meet each other in person, it's like, uh, what do I talk about?
1: Well, you see, the whole thing with the apps and whatever, it's just a a way of killing off the rejection of actually Mm -hmm. talking to somebody or approaching somebody and them saying, nah, I don't like you. Because it's it's basically what would happen in real life, swiping left and right, Mm -hmm. to now as an app so that people don't get that Automatic rejection,
0: the bar hurt.
1: yeah, because like I like I said, I've been on the app like i'm on I'm on some of those apps, the bumble and whatever and whatever, and I still say bumble's a bullshit app because <laughs> it's just it's it's an app just made for women and it's an app that basically can women can judge men, and yes, you know some of the apps are made out there for men to judge women, yes that's that's shitty too, but the whole thing with the apps now is that you can go on these apps. And it's all about the first impression, the first mm-hmm. look that you see about that person, right? So it's just like in a club. You get that first look that you see that person like, oh, do I want to approach them, right? So when in reality, when you see that person you, and you see that they look a certain way that you, you find physically attractive, now it's up to you, are you going to approach them or are you not going to approach them? With the apps, you swipe right to say mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want to talk to you. Now if that person doesn't you don't come up in their feed, yeah. They'll never get that swipe. If you come up in that their feed, they can be like, "Oh, nope. I don't want to I don't want nothing to do with you." So it takes away the whole rejection because half the time you're like, you're just swiping. Mm-hmm. You're not really looking at faces. You're just like, "Oh, she's attractive. Swipe." Yeah. Within five, like on honestly, from in the time you look at the picture to you swipe, that picture has not registered in your head. Mm. All you saw was something about them that physically made you go like, ooh. You swipe right, and you never see that face again. Right? It's only if they come back to Mm. you. So, you don't really, it doesn't really register in your head if you got rejected or not because you never see that face again. Again. Whereas, in reality, you see that face, and you're just like, hey, what are you saying? Ew. I... And now you for <laughs> the night because you actually interacted with that person when you're in the club or wherever. You're going to see that. If you see that person again, it's like,
0: oh. Yeah, but that's certain color. men though. Like, that's 97% of men. Uh-huh. I'm not that. like If I get rejected, I get rejected. They call it a day Yeah. like For me, rejection makes me more powerful. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds stupid, but listen when you get rejected it is what it is you keep it moving if you make it hurt you they win Mm. if you just carry on with your day and talk to other people and all all that you're wanting up yourself you're having more power towards yourself Mm. because that person that just rejected you they're gonna see you succeed with other people in the same area and they're gonna come back like hey 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 like you know like What's up? Uh, didn't you just reject me like 10 minutes ago? (laughs) Well, you know, like I seen you talk to other girls and they gave me your number. Maybe I missed something. But if you are there while the girl said no to you the first time, you're going to sit down all night, wherever you are, the bar or lounge or bookstore, sit down all all night and sulk, she's going to be like, yeah, see, that's the reason why I rejected you. You're moving butthurt. You're moving like a bitch. So, getting rejected, guys, it's a win. Anyway, look at it. It's a win if you make it empower you. No, we're not telling you to go
1: and, like, yo, yo. Okay, you got to talk about this. You got to talk about this, I know what you're going to say now. There was this dumb bitch. Oh, man. (laughs) There was this dumb bitch. Now, look. I'm going to move real hard right now because I'm, like I said, <laughs> I'm going to talk real. So, there was this dumb fucking bitch who was doing this thing on on YouTube. Yo, my boy tell, showed me this video. And this fucking bitch was telling, how, telling guys, you need to go out there. I, I want to challenge you guys to go out there, go out to a club and get rejected by as many girls as you can. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's like, yo, no man wants... To, like, no man wants to get rejected. Nobody wants to get rejected. So we're not telling you to go out there and, like, purposely go out there and, like, try to get yourself rejected or... Or put yourself out there to get rejected. No. He's telling you is that, you know what, if you get rejected, it's, you know, it's not a... It's not a bad thing. You know, rejection, yeah. is, no, rejection comes in life. It, like, think about it like this. Rejection comes... In multiple facets. It comes in relation sorry, relationships, it comes in work where you might put something forward and people don't wanna they don't wanna go with it. So you're rejected by that. It happens. You get rejected with your friends where you know you everybody's trying to decide to do something, you put out a thought, you put out an idea, and people are like, Nah, I don't like that idea. Fuck mm-hmm. that. It's like rejection happens in all facets, right? So you gotta be able to deal with Rejection, because it's it's a natural thing that happens in life. I think that's more what my man here is trying to tell you.
0: Yes, don't make it weaken you. Do not make do not make it weaken you. But that's funny that you mentioned that girl, man. I, f- I forgot all about that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
1: conversation made me want to go. Yo, I told you right after that. I'm like, yo, what the
0: fuck is this? That's wrong nah. information, though. But yeah, everything in life there's always a yin and yang to it mm. or pros and cons. Mm. Nothing in the life is all cons, nothing in life is all pros. Mm. You have to find your middle ground or uh, 80-20. 80% good, 20% bad. Mm. Or if you're someone that's <coughs> sorry, mentally ill or don't have self-respect for yourself, you probably want the opposite. 20% good, 80% bad. Mm. Whatever refers or works for you, that's fine. Mm. But for me personally, I like 80% good, 20% bad. Because nobody that you meet or something that you do is going to be perfect. There's going to be hardship. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be challenges. Life is all about challenges. Mm. Don't make every challenge ruin you. Like, for example... Getting fired from your job, like you could have been working at this job for 15 years, whatever, and you think everything's going fine, and one day you get laid off. Don't make that late, you getting laid off, hinder you from finding another job or being okay with yourself.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm not saying leaving a job like, yeah, yeah, I know, I'm gonna find somewhere, something bigger and better. No. Go cry. Go be weak. Be vulnerable. You're allowed to do that. And after that period is done, I say do that for two days, maybe three days. You pick yourself back up. You go find a better job. You go find something that gives you more purpose, more life. Or find a job that you love to do and you wanted to do before, but you couldn't have the chance to do it. Now you the chance to do it. Same thing for relationships. If the partner does not want want to work work things out with you, cool. Let them go. Walk away. Because you sitting there trying to plead, beg, chase, be desperate, be needy. You're just giving that person more power. And you're losing your power. And you're losing self-respect for yourself. So, have respect. I think nowadays, a lot of people don't have self-respect nowadays. they they Their respect nowadays is from validation. hmm If they don't get that validation, that means they have no respect for themselves or nobody respects them. Which is totally bullshit because at the end of the day, you make yourself happy. No other person or job or thing makes you happy. You make yourself happy. It's called fucking
1: self-esteem for yeah. a
0: reason. Nobody could be... The motor to your to your mouth no one can be the feel to your brain no way can be the source of your soul you are the key of your happiness and what happens in your life don't make your life be around other people or be about other people
1: don't determine yourself by how it's look at you thank you or how they feel about you you should be determining your your life by your own actions by the way you think about yourself, the way you feel about yourself, because if you put so much emphasis on everybody else, the problem with that is when everybody else is gone, you got nothing.
0: Thank you. Especially with breakups. Oh my god! Breakups shouldn't break you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it, sh- it shouldn't break your soul. If a person wants to break up with you, that's on them.
1: Mm.
0: When it comes down to it they just they don't see your value and they don't see your self-worth and what you put to the table that's okay because someone else is learning to see your value how great of a person you are him or her and they're going to cherish it they're not going to put you aside and let you go if somebody really truly cared and loved like loved you they're going to work for you. They're going to work hard for you. They're going to try to work things out. They're going to try to come see you. They're going to try to talk to you. They're not going to be distant, cold, and act like nothing happened. Because if that's the case, you're just there for the cuffing season, or you're just there until their main target was available.
1: I feel like in one aspect of that, I'm like, when it comes to certain things with when it's building a relationship. Yeah. Starting off a relationship. I say... And this is going to sound real fucked up. Be mindful of winter relationships. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of winter relationships. Reason being is because a lot of times... During the winter time, people get more lonely. Yeah. People are fucking lonely during the winter time. They always want to have somebody that they can cuddle with... Or, you know, snuggle with... And keep them nice during the winter time. Because... You don't really gonna go out as much. You don't mm-hmm. really want to go clubbing as much and whatever. Like I'm not a I'm not a clubbing person during the winter time. But this is the first winter that I'm like I'm trying to do everything. Oh hashtag we are gonna be at Decals. So if you're gonna be there, holla, boy. <laughs> Iron us gonna be there. So come and you'll get that wine and you know your yeah, things. <laughs> All right. But yo, know, most time during the winter time, people just want to stay to themselves. You know, so they don't want to be alone. They want to have that interaction with other people. But then when all of a sudden summertime comes around and, you know, the guys start walking Havana around. the club. And the short, and the, the no shirts, and the girls start walking around and the the summer dresses and mm. whatever, you start seeing all them things out there. All of a sudden it's like... Woodwide you know, beach. Yep, yeah, all of a sudden they're like, yo, I don't know if this relationship's gonna work. Uh. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe we should, you know see other people you know be mindful it's like when especially when you have especially when it's somebody that's been around in your life for a while like you might have saw them in the summertime and they never really said much to you yeah and then all of a sudden cold months come along and now they're like hey what you saying what are you up to be mindful of the cold <laughs> weather niggas <laughs> i'm saying this for feet, mostly for females be, be mindful of cold weather niggas because like they're they looking for that girl that they can just like have around that can just be there during that time and then when you know when the sun starts coming out you've been released it's like you've been demoted back to being the you're just the winter bitch
0: yeah which is which is also bad in Canada because yeah. most y'all winter
1: yeah <laughs> so you got nine months of mmm yeah. you're my winter bitch and three months of mmm I got some summer holes. yeah
0: which is crazy. So like I said, always have value onto yourself. Don't make other people determine your value. You know what you're worth. Don't make people try to demote you for what you aren't. Yep. If people don't want to work with you, people don't see a future with you, they're basically basically, they're just saying you're not worth their time. Mm-hmm. So if you're not worth their time or even emotions or effort, don't try to prove yourself why you should be in that time slot. By mm-hmm. you doing that, you're just looking desperate and needy. I'm not saying you shouldn't look like you should be a dick or whatever. If somebody lets you go, let let it be. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe at this time and moment. It wasn't meant to be.
1: Yep.
0: Maybe you both need to mature more until you guys connect again. nothing wrong with that. The breakup is not the end of anything. A breakup should make you a better person. Maybe to your next partner. Or maybe down the line for you guys to rekindle the, 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 the connection.
1: Yeah, I gotta ask something realistically in
0: that. Alright, go ahead, man.
1: I wanna know. You, know, you just said When you break up with somebody that there could be potential for you know things working out again now now yeah. i gotta ask you do you think when you if you're come from a relationship mm-hmm. you break up can you be friends with that person we're going to segue into something that we like to call the power of friendship now First part one of power of friendship. Can you be friends with your ex? Are there potentials for being friends with your ex? Your thoughts? I got my thoughts, you know my
0: thoughts. <laughs> it's it's I'll say yes. Okay. It depends on the person.
1: Okay.
0: Um I don't think time invested means anything. hmm The relationship could have been two months. And you guys have a good bond and good connection maybe something to work out maybe let's say you work too much hours or just too intensive but the time together was nice and whatever you could be friends it'll, it'll be hard to detach from the romantic stuff yes mm. that's the main reason people cannot be friends with the ex because mm. they think about the sexual part of it yeah. not the mental mm-hmm. Or a soul connection. Mm. So I can see why a lot of guys don't wanna be friends with their exes. I, get, I totally get it. Mm. I was like that once. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Let me just try this one time and see how it goes. Right now, it is what it is. Mm. You learn more from not having that, I guess, physical bond. Mm. You have more of a, I won't even say emotional either. You just have more of a mutual respect for each other. From that being said that could grow to anything that could grow from you guys hating each other to you know what this guy's a good guy or a good female let me just start back up again it could go both ways it depends how you approach the situation if you're going to still talk to your ex like you're in a relationship still one of you guys will get turned off real quick it'll be like yo we're not a relationship no more don't call or text me every day or checking up on me every day or every other day is kind of weird we're just friends now Mm. i can see why people get frustrated or angry i can see that you just gotta treat it as a brand new friendship that you guys never dated before or you guys dated before but nothing physical
1: well i kind of feel like when it comes to break when it comes to breakups and being friends again i'm like yo it all depends it like same way like you said but i feel like it all depends on where you started from. Yeah. So, like, if you started as friends and then you developed a relationship, like, if you were friends first... Before. Right? You were good friends and then you decided to have a relationship. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then, you know, relationship didn't work out. Yeah, you can go back to being friends, but just like I said, now you said before, it's like the physical and the intimate stuff and whatever. So, there has to be an honest break. A lot of people just say, okay, you know, we were friends before so we can have... so we can... you know, not being in a relationship anymore and go back to being friends and everything is gonna be fine. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Especially if you don't have a cl- like a clean break, meaning that you guys don't talk for a good while. Yeah. Because if you if you just like you were fucking last week yeah. and now you're friends yeah. again, th- there's there's it's there's awkward. no time. There's no time to separate between yo. Know, we were smashing now we're friends. Like yeah. it doesn't work like that. You gotta have a clean break. Now. If you were just If you just met And you guys got together And then You know you smashing, And then you wanna say Okay we're gonna break up But let's just be friends Ah that shit don't work I don't give a fuck with <coughs> I don't give a fuck with it anyway So that <coughs> shit don't work Okay that shit does not work
0: And that logic Is super hard Because That logic Yes If you're friends before the relationship A physical relationship mm-hmm. I could see it be much easier Becoming friends Mm-hmm if you guys just met on road and talking or whatever and you perform a physical relationship before our natural friendship mm-hmm. yeah it could be hard
1: it's it's super hard it could you be hard. guys are not friends
0: yeah I don't give a fuck yeah. what you say when you guys be up
1: and you're like we're gonna we're friends now you were never friends in the yeah. first place because a true friend knows every like knows enough about <coughs> that person Knows the good, the bad, and indifferent, you know, the ugly sides of yeah. that person. But you don't know the, the the horrible sides about that person because maybe you broke up because you started seeing the ugly sides of that person uh-huh. and that made you break up in the first place. So uh, if you already seeing the ugly side of that person, you're just like, yo, I don't want to deal with this in a relationship. Why the fuck are you going to want to deal with it as a friend? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I see, I see your point. Because if, you, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're just like, okay, you guys are together and then you find out, yo, she's a bitch or he's a slob or he's an asshole and yeah. I can't deal with that asshole-ishness about him, right? If you weren't able, if, now that you're broken up, you're going to really still tolerate that shit? As friends. You're not going to want to tolerate that fra- mm. from a friend. If somebody is your friend and you know that they're an asshole. But it's like, you know what? I don't have to deal with it all the time because he's just my friend. Mm-hmm. When he, he starts to go on like even as a guy, when you start giving a friend who starts going out with their asshole ways. It's like, yo man, I'm just I'm gonna be out with you for a while. I don't want to fuss with you for a while. Or you have a girl, a female friend who, who says and does things that makes you go like, yo, man, I don't like for most females when they have a female friend who is a little too out there with everybody. And it's like yo, I don't want to deal with that for a while, so I'm yeah. just gonna X you for like a couple weeks. You can do that kind of stuff and then still be like, yo, she's my friend, mm. but I don't really want to deal with her all the time. Now, when you have somebody who's you've been dating, yeah, and then you find out <coughs> that she's a bitch, yeah. I'm put, I'm not putting any names out there, but I'm just saying that she's a bitch, and then you, I'm talking for myself. You find out she's a bitch and then you break up. You can't then say, yo, I'm gonna be friends with you. Because there like I already know I don't like you in mm-hmm. in terms of relationship. So when I deal with you outside of the relationship, there's what was keeping us together was we were having sex <coughs> or we did things together. Now that we're not in a relationship, the one of the like a couple of things that kept us together aren't there anymore. True. So I have no reason to tolerate your bullshit. <coughs> true, true, true. <laughs> so I feel like you can't. There's no way. There's the only the only way that you can be friends with that person afterwards is the same way if you were friends first. If you have a complete break, separation, don't talk to each other for like a year. Just like go your separate ways. Oh, man. Yeah, man. I'm not being that seriously <coughs> here. Yo, I'm telling you. Okay, I had a fr- I had this friend who. I knew through a mutual girl that I was mm-hmm. dating we were like we were friends of the same person we went our separate ways me and this girl went our separate ways but then me and me and this one girl who ended up being my girlfriend we started talking and but we were friends first so we developed a yeah. the relationship then when we broke like going down in the relationship we broke up because I had a lot of stuff going on in my life where I, like there was a lot of turmoil going on mm-hmm. and she couldn't handle it and I told her yo I totally understand I understand you can't handle it you know Well, ended. Mutual breakup. We didn't talk for a year. We went our separate ways. Didn't talk for a full year. Mm. Then when we talked again, it was like we just became, we were just friends again. Because there was that time of separation. I went my way. She went her way. When we went back up again, it was like, hey, how's life? How you been? We didn't talk about relationship. Mm. It wasn't about us being previously being in a relationship. It was seeing my friend again for the longest time. You have that time of, of separation to get over the relationship, mm-hmm. so that you can actually become go back to being friends. But when you're just fucking, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna be your friend now. There's still that. There's still still that. Um, the sexual tension, and then there's still the <coughs> resentment. Yeah, resentment's always gonna be there. It's always gonna be there. You can't just go and say, yeah, we're gonna be friends now, even though you fucking pissed me off like this and da da da, and this and the third. And then you know what Within that friendship They're gonna say Or do something That's gonna make you go like Yo what the fuck Am I even
0: talking to you for True It depends on the person's mind Like <clears throat> The person like <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> You coughing a lot <laughs> Yo it's a,
1: it's,
0: a, it's a hot topic That's why
1: It's
0: one uh. my troll. Boy yo me personally, I could do it.
1: Okay.
0: <coughs> Your throat's saying no.
1: <laughs> <coughs> suck on them halls, boy.
0: <laughs> oh, don't kill me. I think I could do it because if you really care about somebody, mm-hmm. like really, really care about somebody, I think you could separate the physical just to make a better bond. Mm-hmm. It will just. Like a little fling here and there Then whatever Off you go Mm. Well if you really have a a connection with somebody Like I'm not talking about like you guys like the same stuff Or same hobbies and values and goals I'm like a real actual connection with somebody Mm. Why not give it a try? I'm not saying not to give it a try I'm just saying it's not going to work
1: Unless you have Unless there's like an actual Separation like, Like a divide like two people can't work especially when they just came out of something it's like okay you know what I'll give a caveat I think the only way that that can, that can work is if it's a mutual breakup and both people realize you know what within the relationship they're better off like they developed a friendship yeah. but like, the physical or the actual not even like physical but the relationship aspect they just can't see it with each other like they they both came to the realization it's like you know what we've developed a friendship within this relationship but we didn't really work on our relationship we went so far being friends mm-hmm. that it's just more comfortable being friends than being in a relationship like if we didn't like to say to sit, to put it one thing, <clears throat> yeah if we'd never had if we stopped having sex period if we just stopped having sex would we still be in a relationship? Mm -hmm. if both people can honestly say that no if we weren't having sex we wouldn't be in a relationship then there's no point in being together you guys are basically friends who occasionally fuck (laughs) friends with benefits yeah so you might as well just say if you can say (laughs) in that sense yo you know what I think it's just better we go our separate ways but I really care about you blah 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 I really you know I want to see the best for you and I think you know we're better off as friends. Both people can mutually say that, and there was no resentment in the breakup. Mm. And of course, yeah, you guys can be still be friends. You guys can go from a relationship to a friendship because you already you developed a friendship within the relationship. Mm. But if you didn't develop a friendship, if there was no like real communicate, and that's the major thing involved in in relationships: lack of communication. Mm. Fuck you, nigga. It's <laughs> lack of communication in relationships that people aren't talking to one another anymore. And it, is, it <clears throat> and it start it starts off from like day one, is that people don't talk. They don't talk on the phone. They don't say whatever is on their mind. They don't say what's really going on. And yeah, I you know I, I'm being honest. Yeah. It's, it's every most problems that happen in a relationship is communication on both ends. Yeah, both understand. people aren't talking. And I've said this on I said this on a number of occasions. Text messaging fucked up relationships because everybody's texting stuff but because nobody's knowing exactly where they're coming from the emotional state when they make that text it if you're if you're in a like for instance if I'm if I'm having a bad if I'm in a bad mood right and I'm like hey how's your day and someone just texts me fine what are you doing nothing like well fuck you then you don't want (laughs) to talk to me then fuck it I don't want to talk to you either and then it's like (coughs) later on they call like hey what's going on it's like oh now you want to talk to me yeah It's like, oh no, I was just really, I was just, I was in the middle of doing stuff and I saw you messaging me, so I just wanted to message you back. But you know, there was really nothing going on. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. It's like, it's the lack of like communication on both ends that causes problems because of text messaging. Mm -hmm. Pete, like my day, like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put my age out there, but I'm not putting my age out there. My man's, I'm, I'm ten years older than my man's here. All right, so. My generation goes from the days of like before the cell phone when we just had phones at home and you had to literally remember a number and call. If you wanted to talk to a girl, to call her and hopefully your parents wouldn't answer the phone. (laughs) You had to set a time of like, I'm going to call you at five o'clock. Make sure you're beside the house phone so I can call. Mm. Right. So that's my generation. So we had to actually, if you wanted to set up a date, you wanted to do something with somebody, you had to actually pick up your phone and say, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Gonna, I want to meet up with you and then make plans for the time and be there because there, once you left your house, there was no way to communicate with that person or you had to use a bell phone Man. on the street to talk to that person, right? But nowadays, with all this technology, people are no longer talking to one <clears throat> another. They're not actually having a conversation. They're just saying whatever they want to say in their text messages. And also the problem is people don't read either. Nah. so it's like that you know I love the fact that you that you put out those posts on our, on our page you know shout out to the Den of page our Instagram page make sure you check that out I, I really appreciate the fact that you put you you put your heart out there and put all this stuff on, on the page right the problem is is that you have some people who are willing to take the time and read what you had to say and then you got some people that are just like uh, zombie. zombie. Yeah, I, it's like I don't have time to read that. Yo, I, I I like that, but I don't have time to fucking read it, right? And that's the problem. People don't read anything anymore. So like, when somebody sends out a text message and it's like a fucking booklet of information, yeah. they're just like, nah, call me. I don't. And that's the whole thing. I'm like, I feel like if you want to talk to me and you have a lot to say, call me. Don't fucking text me mm-hmm. a whole fucking. Like on their thing, two pages of shit.
0: <laughs> fucking talk to me. Don't fucking text lie. Me I, that. I'm not gonna lie. I've done it a couple of times. <clears throat> I think the reason why people people are more comfortable with the texting, like you said previously, is the rejection. Like they call Ooh. somebody, oh I'm busy, leave me alone, or oh I'm with my family right now, leave me alone, or hey I'll call you back, and they don't call you back. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. Or hey. I don't talk on the phone. I prefer text messages. Click. So people say, you know what? Texting and even sending emails, is the neutral zone. Because you go both ways. You can see the text, read it, reply back later. See the text, reply back it quick, or just don't reply back to it at all. Mm-hmm. You have three options. To me, I'm an asshole. Like, <laughs> if I want you, if I want to send you something, I'm gonna send it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's five paragraphs, I'm going to send it to you, just because. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the phone the, 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 the phone conversation, two minutes max. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think my message was clear, but if I really feel like a dickhead on that day, I'll send a voice note that's probably going to be 30 minutes long, or me just expressing what I got to say to you. Mm-hmm. And if I really feel like a jackass, <laughs> I'll send you a letter via mail, post office, P.O. box. To your to your house.
1: Okay, you're just really putting out there to people. It's like, this is how I'm gonna fuck with your shit if I if you're pissing me off. <laughs> me, that that just says that yo, you're pissing me off, so I'm gonna put it out there in format that doesn't Work for you. Yes. Yeah. But just works for me in a way of just expressing myself. Because the whole thing about, like, when you said about sending a voice note, mm. that's basically your way of saying, I get to say everything I want to say without you cutting me off. 100%. <laughs> on the ball. You cannot interject into anything that I'm saying because I'm putting it all out there for you. Yes. I, yo, yo. I I I get it. I I prefer for myself. I prefer like just talking mm-hmm. and getting my feelings out there. And but I do understand what you're saying about not wanting to be cut off because there's a lot of times where where you know for anybody where you're expressing yourself and you feel that you're say you're trying to get off everything that you're feeling like mm-hmm. everything off your chest. You're just trying to get it all out there. And then when you have somebody interject and be like, "Yeah, I get that," but you're, here's the one thing. I'm going to say that for, for everybody, for all our listeners. When you're having a conversation with somebody, when, when anybody is, like, trying to talk to you about something and, like, expressing themselves about whatever they're feeling, and this goes not just for relationships, but this also goes for work. When somebody's expressing themselves to you and you're listening to defend yourself it never works it just makes the person turn off Mm -hmm. it just makes the situation worse you listen to have an open conversation and they hear what the person says you don't listen to defend yourself because when you listen to defend it just shuts the other person down or it turns them off from anything that you might have to say because you're not acknowledging what they're saying to you acknowledge take it in best thing to do is even to repeat back what they're saying Mm -hmm. Because that shows that you actually listen to what they said. So, like, for instance, somebody says to you, it's like, I don't like this. I don't like it when you talk to me in a degrading manner. Right? It makes me feel X, Y, and Z. It's like, okay, repeat back what they said to you first. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so when I, you feel that if, when I talk to you in a great degrading manner, it makes you feel X, Y, and Z. Okay, I get that. But the reason why I talk like this is because blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're trying to throw it back at them, just say like, okay, well, you're doing this. Acknowledge them first mm-hmm. before going into your tangent. Don't just say, yeah, but you talk to me like blah, blah, yeah. blah. You're already starting a confrontation. It's like a one-up. Yeah. And nobody wants, nobody wants that. Everybody wants to feel acknowledged before you know they bring up their thing.
0: I think my beef is I'm just too laid back (laughs) I tell you this all the time I'm just too laid back because like I said I've been through a lot of stuff like Mm. so what I see or what people do to me like it doesn't phase me until like it just starts building up like bricks Mm. bricks 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 so the point I'm at the roof of the house Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's when I explode I take I don't I don't say I don't take like I take life seriously, mm-hmm. but people I don't take seriously mm-hmm. because sometimes like I said one day they probably be on the up one day they probably be in their downs. So I'm not gonna judge you day that you're down like you know what I'm saying everybody has a down moments. I'm not gonna beat you up for being weak or emotionally unstable. I'm not gonna beat you up, mm-hmm. up because of that. If you're going through a hard time, let's say one of your family members die or whatever you don't know how to express yourself fully Way you talk to other people or your mannerisms or even your attitude I'm not gonna hold that against you Mm. everybody has their time when emotions hit them the highest and they don't know how to communicate properly I get that I'm not gonna be there being like you know what you've been great All this time, you know what I'm saying. But that one time when your your family member died, and you're talking to me kind of reckless or talking to me a little bit too emotionally, it made me look at you in 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 a different light. I'm not that type of person.
1: Mm.
0: Everybody has ups and downs, Mm. so you shouldn't judge somebody from their downs, or even shouldn't even shouldn't judge people from their ups. Just judge the person how they carry themselves. Their body language, how they present themselves, and how they treat you at the end of the day. True. If you want to treat somebody by their mannerisms, you want to have a small circle of friends. Oh, yeah. And a large circle of enemies. 100%. I agree
1: with you 100%. Now, I want to ask you a question because you brought this up earlier on. Mm -hmm. You were talking about, like, emotions with mm-hmm. guys. Like, people, like, especially, okay, we're gonna talk about this from men, from men, and from the men's point of view. Uh, women, a lot of women look at, you know, <coughs> guys nowadays are not supposed to be emotional. Like, they're supposed to be the rock and, yeah. and hold things strong and never show emotion. Like, what do you, like, how do you feel on that? Because I, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot of times when it's like, you know, oh you're being you're you're being so weak because you're showing like you're showing your feelings like stop talking in your feelings and shit like that and i feel that you know it's a double-edged sword because you just like you want a guy to be you want a guy to be strong and to be whatever but then at the same time when he's like overly like strong and whatever and never shows anything it's like Oh, you never show me any type of vulnerability. You never show this, and then when he does finally show some type of vulnerability, you fucking knock him for
0: it. Like, like what? What do you? What do you think on that? <clears throat> I think showing vulnerability is attractive and a strength, not a weakness. Mm. But you <clears throat> open yourself up to that door to either your partner or your friends. That's courage. Take in mind, courage. You're showing someone like, hey, I'm not a robot. Hey, this is bothering me, so I'm going to show you. Or, hey, I love you or like you to this this level that I'm not afraid to show you. Or I'm not afraid to tell you. I'm not afraid to tell other people. Mm. I'm not afraid to express myself. There's a difference between vulnerable and... I'm, a, I'm not going to say the word wuss, but... Bitch <clears throat> <coughs> nigga. <clears throat> let's just say bitch nigga. Okay. Okay, we'll say bitch nigga. Yes. Let's let's call it like we want... Like <clears throat> bitch nigga. If you're just on the phone... Crying and... bawling and begging with snot coming out your nose... I will say that's a weakness. That's being a bitch. Or a bitch nigga. Yeah. If you're being like, hey, you know what? I enjoy what we had or this and that, but I believe that something more between us,
1: mm.
0: you're showing your vulnerability and that's a your strength. Mm-hmm. You're not coming off as being desperate or needy. Like we said earlier, like people, there's a th- in everything, in everything sacred in life. There's always a thin, a, a, a thin line. Mm. Everything's sacred in life. There's always a thin line. So being vulnerable is not weakness. Weakness is not vulnerability. Weakness is, like you said, being a bitch nigga mm-hmm. crying and calling up family members and this and that and third or stalking or stalking people at work. Vulnerability is you showing, hey, I still love you regardless. If you don't see it or not, or hey, I still value this friendship. If. You see it or not or I value I appreciate the time that we had together but I feel like it ended too shortly mm. ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong with that that's you're just showing I guess your manhood or your alpha status mm. that's what I like to call it the alpha status yeah I remember you were talking about earlier yeah before we before we started this
1: we had a, we were having a separate conversation about like what you consider an alpha and a beta. So can you just elaborate what you mean by like what you were talking about when you said alpha? And beta? Me
0: personally, I believe a alpha is somebody that is always front in line. He's never in the back. He doesn't make his pack protect him. He protects the pack. He's the one that shows compassion, loyalty, fearlessness, and remorse. To his fellow people in his pack uh-huh. and people that he interacts with i believe that alpha yes he is masculine but yet he's not afraid to be in the feminine energy from time to time uh-huh. i'm not saying all the time or 50 50 from time to time uh-huh. that being said being an alpha people are getting mis- misconstrued about alpha is you know i'm macho and i have options and i can do whatever i want i bench this i have this i live here i
1: got this car
0: I got yeah this i make i make this money no it's not an alpha more so uh, that would be more of a beta because you're making what you have material or what's around you Make who you are. So it's like basically, ba- like you're just using your, your outward
1: stuff yeah. to define you.
0: Yes. Alpha doesn't have to do that. Alpha, he walk in a room, don't say hi or anything, and it's chill. Aww. He doesn't be the showboat, wearing Gucci or Louis, popping bottles and pouring drinks down girls' mouths, or you know, being the center of the tension. Yeah, I was gonna. I was I was trying I was seeing, I, about I would that. say that's more of a beta move mm-hmm. Alphas you know They can sit in the cut Play the scene And watch the whole movie unfold mm-hmm. Without being buckled Or even pressured into anything I think that's what A real alpha is about And alpha towards Let's say a relationship an Alpha always attracts her alpha female Always mm-hmm. But the alpha female Will always protect Her alpha male her alpha male doesn't matter if it's verbally or physically even mentally she has to be there to support the alpha male for her for herself for having more of resources for herself mm-hmm. and for her pack when i mean pack i mean family friends or kids mm-hmm. That's what I mean by pack. She has to know when to lay her, I'm not lay her life down, but like lay, lay, lay all her cards down for the alpha male. Mm-hmm. If the alpha male is in danger, she's always first to respond. Be is ride or die. Mm-hmm. If she's not willing to be ride or die, then you have a beta female. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing to be a beta. A lot of people in this world are Betas. Some, a lot of us were born Betas that became Alphas. or some of us are Alphas that became Betas. It all happens in our lives. Sometimes one decade we're Alphas, half a decade we're Betas. We mm-hmm. gotta get back being Alphas sometimes. Nothing, like, like I'm saying, I'm not bashing people being Alphas or Betas. Mm-hmm. You are who you are. but Don't just try to fake what you aren't. Sometimes, uh, don't, you re- don't you think that
1: sometimes you gotta be able to play your, like, play different roles because like yeah you know what you're, you're an alpha she's an alpha but sometimes the best relationships are when people know when to switch roles oh 100% switch up, the, switch up the scene because you know sometimes you know you're out there and you're the one who's the center of attention not necessarily that you are trying to be the center yeah. of attention but right now it's about you and you don't want another alpha female who's gonna try and like be out there and like take the focus. Sometimes she's gotta know that she gotta take that step back and be the beta for mm. for a while. And the same things vice versa. You have a beta. You have a an alpha female who's like you know it's it's her time to shine. It's her it's her thing. Like and when I say time to shine, it's just not like like she's trying to be out there. But yeah. It's about her right now. Yeah. And you gotta take a step back. So you gotta be able to like. You might be both alphas and whatever, but you got to know t- when to take, you know, switch your role. Yeah, it's just like how um, Chris Rock had this one thing, had, had, a, had a comedy special called Tamarine. And he's saying that, yo, you got to be, you got to be able to learn to play the Tamarine. So like in a group, you can't always be the lead singer. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I, I use as a reference because I was in a, I was in a band. Yeah. I was in a singing group and you know, yeah, I was uh, I was considered... I considered myself the lead singer. But, you know, you, you had another guy who thought he was the lead singer. And it's like, look, everybody has their role. Yeah. Everybody plays their part. Sometimes, you know, that's why I think Drew Hill was worked well. Because sometimes it's about Cisco. Sometimes it's about jazz. Sometimes it's about Nokia. Mm. Everybody knew when to play their role depending on what they were doing. Now, when you have somebody who doesn't know how to play their role... And is always trying to be out there at the f- at, at the, the limelight, one. yeah. With whoever's supposed to be in the limelight, it fucks up the whole rotation, and that's where shit falls apart. So you got to know when to play your how to play your part, how to play your position. That's what I mean by you got to be able to play the tambourine. Sometimes, yeah. you know, someone's going to be a singer, someone's going to be the drummer, someone's going to be the guitar player, and sometimes you're going to be that person in the back playing the tambourine. But <laughs> you got to just play that fucking tambourine. <laughs>
0: That's the thing because people, I don't know, it's, it's, I blame media because media will have you portraying two scenarios. One, you have to be lovey-dovey and bending backwards on your knees and begging for companionship. Mm -hmm. On the other side, you have to be a dick or don't show interest and stuff to your partner. Media is black and white. Um, you have to learn or know how to be like you know what. Today I'm i gonna relax. A lot of people don't know how to relax.
1: Mm-hmm. They can say
0: the word relax, they were relaxed, but don't know how to how to relax. Like you know what? Let me just chill, and let me see how it goes. People want the fast moving things. Mm-hmm. They don't want to build from foundation to the roof. They want the house just like that. Oh, what's up? Boom, the door's made, foundation, da da da. They don't wanna look like, hey, you know, how's your family? What's your background? Are we born here? They don't wanna do, I, I call it FBI investigation. <laughs> they don't wanna do that anymore because they think that's creepy. No, for you doing that, that shows interest and that makes you a perfect alpha. Cause only an alpha will ask you for actually these certain things, cause it's they see time in you, they want to invest in you. Yeah. When the alpha wants to invest in you, he's gonna ask you these FBI questions, just to see if you could fit in his pack that he already has or a pack that he wants to build with you. Yeah, true. Only betas will look at you for your physical, not for your mental. And then, once the betas get what they want, they get the flesh. They either off it, give you a trap, baby, or <clears throat> try to pass your lawn to their friends. That's why we say, use condoms. But an alpha, a real alpha, a true alpha, he'll sit down and bring with you. He'll, he'll, try, he'll try to break bread with your family and friends. He wants to know what's your hobbies, your interests, your dislikes, your pet peeves, what turns you off, what turns you off. I'm talking about non-sexual mm. first. Yeah. Yes. He'll tease you from, t- from time to time, just to see where you're at in life. But at the end of the day, he wants to know what makes you, you, and what makes you tick. True. If a man's not doing that, or a female ain't doing that to you, uh, a alpha female. It's a waste of time.
1: Yeah.
0: Me personally, I think it's a waste of time. Because if you want to build a bond, because I'm all about bonds and connection. I'm not really about physical. Physical, it comes and it goes. Attraction comes and it goes. Mm -hmm. I'm all about that mental connection. If me and you can build on a mental connection, that's more than sex to me. Because sex is everywhere. Mm -hmm. You get sex anywhere uh, nowadays. Sex doesn't mean shit anymore. It's the person behind that body part makes the sex. Mm-hmm. So if you could if you could connect on a mental bond, like I said before about, about being friends, if that mental bond is strong, you could be friends. Okay. If the mental bond was just based on sex or favors, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. But you have that bond, the connection, the chemistry it could work yes it's going to be 100 percent easy and no it's going to be like going to rehab it's going to be hard but at the end of the day you could build a better bond by doing this and probably get back together in the in the far future or be best friends
1: okay.
0: it's a win-win at the end of the day <clears throat> it's a win-win for example like this friend zone shit hmm only... I, I, I say this to all men. Girls don't friendzone you. You friendzone yourself. Thank you. That being said... If a girl says let's be friends... You have the option to say no. Then that... By you, babe, by you saying no... You are not in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. By you saying yes... You are in the friend zone.
1: I say for most guys... If you are... Uh, like, and I said this for myself... If you like a girl... If you really are attracted to somebody, you want to be with them, and they're like, and they tell you, "Nah, I'm not seeing it, you know." But I can see us being friends. The best thing to say is, "Nah, I'm not looking for friends. I'm looking for something real." Yeah. So if if that's all you want, then I'm out. Yeah, it's better. It's better to reject the reject. It's not a matter of being rejected. You're rejecting the idea of I
0: can. I will be.
1: I'm okay with just being this
0: Yeah It's a loose dream Yeah Because a lot of people Male and Male and female Male and females Believe that Oh if I'm Their friend You know When they're drunk Or whatever Have a bad time They'll hook up with me Or If their relationship Fucks up I'm next in line Doesn't work like that It does not work like that And If you have That loose dream In your head you need to have Self reflection And self respect for yourself mm. Because If you're gonna just Wait in a sideline While They have A falling out Or stuff's not going right And you see it That's kinda messed up Or What's well, really fucked up If you're there plotting To make them break So they choose you Which is more fucked up And more sick That's
1: You're like I say for anybody who does something like that, you're like, yo, you need to get boned, guys. You need to get boned Yo, yo, be real. Like, I I hope you catch herpes. Like I hope you catch some like herpes or I hope you get like fucking crab loss. I hope fire shoots from your dick. Because to really go out there and go out of your way to plot to fuck up somebody shit. That's a beta. Like to plot against your nigga. Like if somebody you is your man or someone's your girl and you seriously go out of your way to plot against them. Just for flesh. S- just so you can get yo know, yeah, just so you can get some flesh. Like you're you're you 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 deserve everything horrible that comes your way. Yeah. Straight up. You deserve everything horrible that comes your way. And I and a I'm a hundred percent real about this. Because it's the worst thing to like it's it's one thing to be in a relationship and to have your and be cheated on by the person that you're that you're with, it's a total other betrayal to have to have it from one of your close friends who fucked your shit just so they can get with your girl, or someone that potentially could be your girl.
0: Your yes, dad.
1: that's fucked up. You deserve everything horrible that comes. Yeah,
0: you you yeah you deserve locusts Yeah. Come out come out the shower. Uh mm-hmm. huh. I hope you bleed from every orifice in your body. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's that's a bit of mentality, man. Yeah. Like, or better terms, what, what me and my other boys call it, we call it hyenas. Hyenas are orphans. Mm-hmm. Hyenas will always eat what's left over. Always. Fucking vultures. <laughs> orphans are trying to look for a home. <laughs> <laughs> So either or oh You're, you're looking for something god. And for females Because I don't want to discriminate Just on men We call you We call you girls raccoons Oh my god We see a lot of raccoons <laughs> At the club A lot When it's when bottle service We see a lot Yo
1: da, Yo Yo I fucking hate those girls man. <laughs> I fucking hate those girls there's nah. No discrimination
0: here So it goes both ways Yo,
1: I hate those dudes too Yo, the worst, the worst thing, yo, I'll say this for for my mans right now. It's the worst thing for you to do is that if your mans, if if your boys buy bottle service, right? They go and buy bottle service and they have their booth and then they're chilling. Yeah. And then you don't put in or you just show up and you just like, oh, okay. And just go grab a bottle without even being invited to grab, to grab a drink. If you're not invited, what the fuck are you do?
0: You're going to boot it out. Yeah.
1: Don't do that shit be invited like I was I was out like I told you I went out with my my girl Nikki and I met up with her peoples and they're like yo we're gonna get bottle service and whatever I didn't touch the bottle until everybody else did Mm -hmm. and even when everybody else did I stood there and I just chilled until they said yo grab a drink then I said okay I can grab a drink Mm -hmm. I had two drinks and then I said I'm not touching that bottle because they paid for it yeah I'm not touching that bottle it's out of respect. Yeah. And it wasn't until the end of the night when they're like, yo, we're leaving. Take the bottle. It's like, okay, cool. But out of respect, because I didn't put any money into that bottle, you offered me, I took one. Yeah. I took two just
0: just uh, like to look nice, Yeah. but I'm not touching it again. I'm are fucking dirty. <laughs> Trust me, the respect nowadays is out the window. Nobody has respect. There's no loyalty nowadays. No. Nah. It's, it's it's everybody offering themselves. It's kind of like... Medieval times man Like Everybody's word Is not their word And like There's, there's a lot of Judases Out there mm-hmm. There's people Literally stab you In the back For some flesh Or they'll stab you In the back Just for like A job promotion Or whatever the case may be Or stab you in the back To get your partner
1: Yeah
0: So like Sometimes nowadays You gotta keep to yourself Because the streets are cold. Yeah. Literally yeah. and physically. Yeah. Just the streets are cold.
1: Uh, I just want to say one thing. You know, just it's something I've been thinking for a long time. Just to say out to my females. When you have anytime you have a situation like you're like you're having problems with your man. If you're having problems with the guy that you're with. There are two people you don't go to to talk to about the situation with your man. One, don't go to your single female friends. Mm. Because your single female friends want you are miserable. They want you to be single too. Especially if they see you have something good, they're trying to break you up. Because you're probably not being able to go out with them like you used to. So they want you to be single. So you because misery loves company. Mm. Second, don't go to your male friends who you know want to fuck you. Mm. Because when you talk to like Yes, you talk to those guys because they make you feel nice and they say all the things that make you feel good, but at the end of the day they want to fuck you. Just like I said, we we're talking about beta males. They're trying to break you up so that they can fuck you. Stop listening to what the shit the fuck they gotta say. If you're going to talk to anybody, talk to your fe- talk to your female friends who are in good relationships mm. because they're in a good relationship for a reason. Talk to your good male, male friends who are in good relationships or you know that they have nothing to do with you. They want nothing to do with you. But the number one person you should talk to about problems with your man is your man. Mm. If you have a problem with your man, talk to your man. The worst situation is that people don't talk to their partner about what the problems they're going to. You know, a lot of guys want to talk to their girls about the situation that they're going through, if they're having a problem in the relationship. But because the whole thing we were talking about earlier with vulnerability... They feel that if they if they speak on how they feel, nigga, you's a bitch. Yeah, how are you acting like this? Why are you acting like that? I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. But then when they turn around, when you females turn around, and then want to spread your emotions, we're supposed to then be emotionally supportive to you, but you can't be emotionally supportive to us when we're going through our shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like right now I'm I'm going on a tangent because I'm I'm really pissed off for a lot of for a lot of our guys out there. For a lot of men who really want to have a decent relationship with their girls. It's like, yo, if you you want us to be open and honest and have a decent relationship with you and to be able to tolerate and deal with your bullshit, Mm. you got to be able to be open and honest and tolerate our bullshit. Because, you know what? When we want to be emotional, we want someone to be there that's going to listen. Regardless of whatever it is, even if you think what we're saying is crap, listen. Be open to listen to us. Because when you open the door and actually listen to what we have to say you'll see that maybe what we're trying to say is something that's detrimental to the relationship that can build something further with the relationship and we'll be more willing to listen to you when you have something to say to us I'm just saying it like communication goes both ways relationship goes both ways mm-hmm. if you want your man to pay attention to you and listen to what you gotta say you actually have to listen and pay attention to what
0: he has to say. That's all I'm saying. Real talks. Hit the nail on the coffin right there, man. So everybody, (sighs) thanks for listening. This is episode one of the Den of Owls podcast. Episode two, like I said, will be also audio and video recorded. You can see both our reactions and our studio. Thank you for listening. See you guys next time.